Welcome to, to name that pod. We'll never. We we may never get that completely flawlessly right. We should right. probably like learn how to coordinate it, but we never. We won't. I mean, we don't, and we don't need to because you guys are still here for it. Yeah, for some reason, you guys are here, and we love you for it. So thank you, you guys. For... Like us, you really like us. Yes, thank you for enjoying our uh, lack of organization. Um. I mean, let's just dive in. Okay, first of all, wait, really quick. I, I put it in the show notes, but I want to give a shout out to one of our listeners, Luis Bonilla, because he uh, gifted us with copies of the book. Yeah. So we are. And we're, we're reading, we're reading these books, not well, literally because of him, but we're reading them because we want to, but the physical things sitting in front of us happened because of him. Yeah, and, th- so. and that is that is a real a real true fan. And if you are still listening and you did not do anything like this, that's fine. You're still a real true fan. He just know that he's the best fan. Yeah, and we will accept other favors in the form of cash. And is this a competition? Out. No, it wasn't, but now it is. Yeah, it's like uh, you know your parents if you had siblings. We're never going to tell you it's a competition, but secretly we'll always have a favorite. Exactly. Um, much like the Dursleys. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's get into the greatest book ever. By the way, do you, I want you to know that I tweeted at J.K. Rowling today. You did? I did. I tweeted I did. at her. I said, I said, uh, I am so sorry. I shunned your book all these years. It is epic. And I'm an asshole. I'm so sorry. Well, prepare for social justice warriors on Twitter to tell you you're a piece of crap for some whatever J.K. Rowling did at some point pissed them all off, and I have no idea what it was. But, oh, wow, really? I don't know what it was, but who? it doesn't matter. She's a great writer, and I feel like it was something she said about something else, and it's like, cool, well, why are you expecting more from someone who is a children's author? Yeah. Um, but when she keeps also, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to slander the great magic woman who is jk rowling because i love her and i don't even know what it was i just remember she trended for five minutes um as everyone eventually does and then i mean if you're lucky and if you're lucky you can trend i mean yeah god there's some people that people try to cancel that aren't even important enough to trend and also do you think jk rowling gives a flying fuck what anyone says about her no she's she could take away from counting her money to let you know that she gives a fuck it doesn't even matter no, not even a tiny bit. And I don't care what she says if she has given me a gift like this. Honestly, she, the greatest gift ever. She could beat a homeless person with one of the books. And I'd be like, well, I hope she at least left the book for them to read. Exactly. I hope recover. she signed the copy and then gave it to him. <laughs> You're welcome. I just changed your future. <laughs> By the way, I would steal that copy away from that homeless person. I'd be like, you fucking asshole. Give me that book. You deserve this. <laughs> like I need it more than it's you. It's obviously his fault, and he doesn't need to escape his reality. I do. Yeah, you're used to this. And I have to sit of in a... my home and feel lonely. I mean, this is this book is getting me through. No question about it. No Absolutely. question about it. Well, let's I'm, get. I'm excited to. I'm excited to keep reading more. Okay, so, all right, guys, if you have your books, get them out, go through with us, or you can just listen. I don't give a fuck, but just be Absolutely. here with us. So we left off at chapter three. Letters from the letters from no one. Oh my gosh. When yeah. that letter came through the fucking door, I, I was like, oh my God, this is it. It's happening. He's going to read it. He's going to know what's happening. And then it gets fucking snatched. Yes. This is, like, when stuff really starts to move toward, like, okay, wizarding world. But, yes, it's, like, finally that, almost like that golden ticket, and then ripped out of his hands, and he doesn't even get to read it. Nothing. Has no idea. He sees it. I, it, like, broke my heart. It, hearing him, like, be like, oh, my God, a letter for me? And I, when it said, Mr. H. Potter, the cupboard under the stairs... I didn't even think about the implications of that. I didn't of like the magic? Of the magic of like they knew where he was. You know? And then and then when they snatched letter of the way letter away and the Dursleys were talking in the kitchen and they're like, he knows he's in the cupboard under the stairs. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. Oh, and also by the way, um 
when when Harry started getting hot about not having the letter, I thought some sort of magic was going to pop off and like level the house. Yeah, that's like such a good point that like with all the sort of foreshadowing of, um, you the know, potential the, magic that he has. Yeah, whenever he gets like angry or upset, which I don't think they got they we we covered it at some point within yeah. these three chapters, but yeah. I don't think that had been made quite clear yet. Uh-huh. So it is interesting that like maybe his anger was like a beacon that went out to whoever is sending these letters because these letters don't stop. Yeah. And I think it's so funny that like also like the crazed lengths that Uncle Vernon is going to Amazing. so that this kid can't read a letter instead of being like, here's your letter. It's obviously a prank. That's so weird. Anyway, you're not following up on this. Like, yeah. Harry doesn't know wizard world exists. He could just be like, Harry, I don't know what this is about. Bye. Yeah, like, I don't know what one of your, like, silly friends is doing this, but, like, boarding up their house and then, and then like, letters it, are still it, it finding through, their ways. It came through the chimney. Uh, oh, it was so, it was just that part, the whole thing of it, and I kept, like, having so much hope that a letter was gonna get to him. And then when they yes. leave the house... And then they just take a- By the way, I love when they gave Harry a room and then Dudley is throwing a fucking monumental temper tantrum about it. Like, what a fucking bitch that he's like, I don't want him to have my. Like, that the Dudley even had that they reveal that Dudley has a second bedroom and they're keeping Harry in a cupboard is like, oh, these people are such trash. The worst, the absolute worst. But um, obviously, terrified of this wizarding stuff. The lengths yeah. that they're like, Uncle Vernon literally packing them in the car and being like, we're just going to drive. And he's completely snapped. Like he's gone mad. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that uncle Vernon went and slept in front of the door at one point. Like this whole thing, this whole thing unraveling really was so much fun to read. And I can't wait to see what it looks like in the movie. And I hate, I actually kind of like hate that. I know that there's a movie because I feel like I'm not using my imagination as much as I should. Really? Because you're like, oh, this. I can't wait to see what this looks like. Like, yeah, I can't wait to see what somebody else comes up with. Like, I'm not even pushing my imagination as hard as I would if I didn't know there was a movie. Well, forget there's a movie. Because the best part it's... about this book is how much it, your imagination can make stuff unfold. I mean, this is, I've never, I have never had my heart so quickly invested in a person um one of the things i loved is when there he's like we're leaving let's go and dudley is packing up a he's trying to put his tv a vcr and a computer in his bag like just the the choices that she painted for each of these characters is so unbelievably done no yeah she like does such a good job of just really leaning in and painting that picture of how just truly stupid he is truly truly epically stupid um uh what other things did i love i feel like i feel like um once they were like on the run and the letters keep showing up like at the hotel to his room number yes and it's like at that point like what what do you where do you think you're gonna go yeah, why wouldn't the logic be, and this is also just, like, such a great job she does of painting how insane and pretty dumb the Uncle Vernon character is, that, like, why wouldn't you just go, like, you know what, I'm gonna let him read the letter, and then be like, you have to get out of our lives if you're yeah. gonna follow up. Instead of, like, he takes them out to a rock in the sea with a shack on it. Yeah, it's like, if you don't want this kid, by the way, when they were going out to the rock in the sea... I honestly thought he was going to leave Harry there. <gasps> oh, that's so interesting. I thought he was going to just drop Harry there and that was going to be the end of it. Because I just don't understand. It made no sense to me. I'm, st- I'm still unclear on it. Why they left, why they didn't just leave him there if they didn't like him that much at all. They I... seem to not care about him at all whatsoever. And it's like, they're so vehemently against him doing anything. And it's like, for what? I think maybe that they're, like, detesting of the wizarding world and sort of wanting to deny its existence is sort of the motivation of, like, he's almost trying to go to this length to erase that it exists from his 
like frame of reference and from anything in his life. So maybe it's just like him trying to put out this fire of this world he's completely afraid of. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, so absurd. It's so funny because I never thought that he was going to leave Harry on that island. But now you saying that, I'm like, yeah, what was his plan to just for the rest of their lives live to in live a shack on this island? On yeah. <laughs> like, that's literally, you know what? It's, you're seeing someone mentally snap. You know what that reminded me of? Did you see that movie? Oh, what's that movie? They were at the lighthouse that they were, uh, that movie that just took place on a lighthouse. No. Island. Fuck. I can't remember what it's called, but it, that, it was reminding me of that. But if you haven't seen it, there's no point in even talking about it. Um, and I, oh, this line pissed me off so much. I wanted to fucking kill fucking Papa Dursley when he was like, oh, we could use some of those letters right now when he was trying to make a fire. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you fucking piece of shit. I hate you so much. Right. It's also just like, yeah, wait five minutes. There's probably more coming. It's like would have been my logic. But he's just also just like how much he'd snapped that he was like, feeling cheerful and victorious being yeah. in this like stinky shack that's on a rock out to sea that he's like, we've done it. We've made it. Like this is actually like a cartoonishly mad person. Okay. Wait, can, can I tell you who I would cast as this character? Yes. Tell me. I feel like I would cast John Goodman as this character. As uncle, as uh, Vernon Dursley. Yeah, but, like, very, very, very big John Goodman. That's so funny. I'm trying to think, who do I picture? Because it's just such a... Wait, did you not see him in the movie? Oh, I mean, I've seen the movie, but I, first of all, don't remember who played him. But also, I'm trying to think if I erase that from my memory, which I clearly already have anyway. Who do I picture? I was thinking, like, if they could make... Uh, like a very obese Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. Jeffrey Tambor in a fat suit. Yeah. Or even like, um, by like the way, a, are we allowed to call it a fat suit or are we fat standing a suit? I mean, what are you going to call it? A Do body we have to positive call it suit? A, yeah. A sexy, a sexy suit. Like it's, and look, that can still be sexy or whatever they say on those websites and blogs. Like it, like to call something that's fat, not fat, I think is crazy. It's you, you don't have to shame it, but it's like, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, that, body, that body has an abundance of fat. I'm trying to think. I just picture. Nah, I can't, I can't name who I picture. Oh, you know who it is? Yeah. Jason Alexander. Oh, totally. But like how he was as George, just but with a like thick mustache and yeah, a fat suit, like heavier. And then I picture the wife as uh, Jason Alexander dressed as a woman playing both characters. I picture, what is her name? Um, oh man, hold on. I have to look it up because... What was she in? She's been in a lot of stuff, but um, Shameless, and she's the voice of one of the things on, I want to say it's like Jane, not Jane, Joan, and I don't know. She's like super skinny. I'm like, like, I'm, what fun Oh, content. um, uh, oh, fuck. What is her name? Um, Joan Cusack? Yes. You, you picture her as Joan Cusack? Well, I, yeah, because I just picture this, like, thin, like, very wiry character. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, the thing that's messing me up with all of the casting ideas I have is that, like, I picture everyone British. So it's like, okay, if this person could do British. So when you were reading it the first time, do you read all the characters with a British accent? You know what? I don't know that I really clicked into, like, seeing everyone as British until Hagrid comes in. 
because t- a thousand percent. Nobody felt British to me till Hagrid came in. Yeah, because his accent, I don't even know if it's like somewhere between British and Scottish. Yeah. But but he, yeah, he, it's just written out in this way where it's this very like grungy UK accent. Yeah. Like, you can read everything. Yeah, yeah, where every- like, ah, shut up, Dursley, you great prune. Yeah, we're, such a. That, by the way, now we're in chapter four because we're we're talking about um, Hagrid now. Yes. Um, so chapter three, by the way, to, to wrap that up, ends with like they're all going to sleep, and it's like a big rap on the door, like a boom yeah. banging knocking. Yeah. And at that point, when I was reading this, I did not think it was going to be Hagrid because I didn't. You thought it was going to be more letters. I honestly didn't know what it would be, but I wasn't anticipating because I I. I knew just based on uh, the earlier conversations of the two, the three characters who we had met in like the first, um, in the first two chapters, I knew Hagrid was going to be a character in it. Yeah, but you but didn't I, know it'd be him right know, here. I didn't know it would be him right here. I still thought we would be like maybe meeting new characters. I didn't think Hagrid was going to come back that quickly. Um, but oh. I think there's something like, I don't know, there's something symbolic about like I feel like maybe this is foreshadowing maybe it's not that Hagrid is going to have this really special role in Harry's life because (laughs) Hagrid is the person I you're probably enjoying this on a level I can't enjoy it on but (laughs) Hagrid is the person who brought Harry to his new life and he's the person who's now saving him from that life yeah and introducing him to his next new life so I think there's something I don't know. I feel like Hagrid has this special, like, tie to Harry. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I think that's very obvious. Yeah. So now I'm, like, now I'm excited to see where, like, their friendship goes. And, you know, I just have this such, this deep, deep love for Hagrid. I mean, he's a very lovable character. Yeah. From, like, the beginning. Because, first of all, like, at this point, we're all invested in Harry. He's the underdog. Yeah. We all, you know, are rooting for him. And this giant shows up who's, like... So team Harry and how dare any of you uh-huh. have been anything but the best to Harry because he's a royalty. God, it's so exciting. Um, anywho, so he busts in. Um, and he's they- just like this massive character that's obviously like, you know, terrifying the crap out of everyone. <laughs> okay, so you have to explain something to me. Yes. Um, Rubens Hagrid, keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. Okay, so this is the first time we're introduced to the idea of Hogwarts. Rubius, ha- yes, yes. Um, and this, uh, this, all of this is taking place on Harry's birthday. So it's a very special day, 11. It means he can start going to Hogwarts. So we don't totally know what Hogwarts is yet. Yes. Um, when, when he says keeper of keys and grounds, is he the fucking janitor of Hogwarts? Is he the the guy who keeps up the lands? Like, what is Keeper of Keys? Can you I tell mean, me any of this without revealing too much? I I think I can. I think it's less janitor, more groundskeeper. So okay, outdoors, pretty okay. much. Like, so why I wouldn't are they say sending... landscaper, but just sort of you know making sure nothing's gone awry on the outdoors on the rolling grass of the Hogwarts campus. So why are they making the groundskeeper go get probably who's the most important person in the in the wizard kingdom? I would say, and I don't think I'm giving anything away because I think you can see it in the times that they point to, like um, you know when he ta- when he talks about how he's you know Dumbledore asked me to do this and this sort of like point of pride. Uh-huh. I think. I- out of everything, it's mostly a trust thing. Like, okay. who do we know is 100% uh, a good guy that we can trust? Because I do think, you know, it's been, like, 11 years since You Know Who disappeared, but, like, there's so many people who, you know, came back from being, like, on his side and whatever that it's, like, I think people are still weary and, like, even if they don't need to be, a little cautious of, like, let's not distance let's not go too far out of our already circle yeah yeah and he and and it's a thing that i think you can tell means so much to hagrid that it's a thing where i would assume dumbledore is like well 
he definitely like he won't screw this up. I know we can trust him because it's it's as important to him as it is to the rest of us. So, and also, as a groundskeeper, his school hasn't started. Maybe he yeah. has the most free time. It's, it's the off, he's in the off season. He's in the yeah, off season. season. I love Just it. Keep him busy. <laughs> okay, question. Um, yes. Uh, why is no magic allowed when they're not in when they're not in wizard land? I don't even know what the word for wizard land is. Um, I feel like. Did they, they, maybe I just made assumptions and they don't cover it that much. I think it's mostly just like trying to keep that separation so as not to like send the regular world into like panic and chaos. Because like yeah. you see, and obviously the Dursleys are a very specific type of people, miserable and not fun mm. at all, but you see they're like harsh reaction. I mean, to the idea of witchcraft and wizardry is like, it drove Vernon Dursley to take his family to a shack on a rock to hide yeah. from letters. Yeah. So, like, I think they just, um, my understanding at this point would be that, like, the w- Wizarding World, especially after everything they've gone through with you-know-who, um, I don't know why I say you-know-who, Voldemort, um, they want to exist in peace. And it's like, you think about, because this is supposed to take place, like, in our like real life world and there's just this secret wizarding world so i just mm-hmm. think like of salem witch trials and like the days yeah. when like you know people yeah, yeah, got yeah. burned at the stake so they're like let's just pretend to go away and let these human let these muggles do their thing and we'll do our thing and nobody has to be the wiser by the way i love that muggles is probably a derogatory term I feel like, and I don't know a word I can compare it to, but I'm sure there is one, where it's, like, on its own, not derogatory, but, like, how you say it. Say it. Oh, it's it's like, it's like, there's Yiddish, like, so it's like calling a non-Jew and Yiddish a shiksa. Yeah. You you are, in terms, you're, uh, you're Goyim, and you're a shiksa. But, yeah, so that's... But there's a way to do that where you're just, like... The being tone. informative, yeah. yeah, versus being like shiksa, like a Jewish yeah. mother being like, "You're yeah. ruining my life." Yeah, that's yeah, a yeah, that's yeah. a yeah. perfect way. Yeah. So muggles are muggles are the it's it's a Yiddish term in the world of Harry Potter. Yeah, that's the best way to look at it. Muggles okay, perfect. are the goyim of the wizarding community. <laughs> I am I am really just jewing up Harry Potter right now, and I'm here for this. I mean, if there's one thing I knew I could count on you to do, it's find a Jewish reference for every character and every thing in the wizarding world. Obviously, the uh, magical people are my people because they're the Jews. I mean, they're chosen. They are special. You guys, um, let's get back to let's get back to moving things along here. Uh, Then Harry finds out. First of all, I love when Hagrid starts flipping out on them for not telling him anything. Yeah, that they, like, he came here assuming, like, Harry's kind of got, like, some Harry's been up to speed. He knows what's going on. He knows what happened with his parents. He knew who his parents were. He knew how special they were. That, like, something. I still will never fully understand why they sent Harry to live with them. If Harry is iconic and as special as he is, I don't get that. I think a lot of it was to keep him in hiding. Yeah. I, I truly think that they're like, this is not a family that's going to go out and, you know, talk about that aspect. Yeah. They're, it's very like... There's no chance of he who shall not be mentioned. Named? Mentioned? Named. Whatever. He who shall not be named. It's so funny. Uh, he who shall not be named whatever find him. He who we're not going to bring up by his surname. Um, yeah, it's like, this is a very unremarkable family. They just sort of blend in in the muggle world. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like, probably having him, even if someone were to discover that, having him in a situation where, from an outside perspective, you could easily figure out, oh, he doesn't even know he's magic, he's not a threat. Yeah. Was probably protecting him as much as it was protecting other people who were connected to him. You know what I mean? Where it's like, also placing him there, were someone to find out he's still alive, who's maybe like, you know, a dark, dark wizard. Yeah. That just seems like what would happen 
normally if a set of parents died, they just find the next of kin versus yeah. him staying with some other like, you know, witchcraft wizarding. So it's oh. just this like keep it low key type of thing. Um, when he read the letter, when he hands him the envelope finally and he gets to read it, I, my heart fluttered. That was, like, so special that he finally got to read it. And then he finds out he's, you know, going to be going to wizard school. And he doesn't even fully understand how dope that is. But, like, we do. And it's so fun. Yeah. Well, it's just, like, to go from living under a cupboard, Mm -hmm. your life sucks, you don't really have any friends, to being, like, wait, I'm, like, legit a wizard. Yeah. Oh, when he gets when he when uh, Dudley goes to the city to get his new uniform, and then and then Harry sees the mom dyeing his like gray gross uniform in the sink. Yes. And uh, that was like so heartbreaking for me. And then and then then when he gets this, it was like uh, redemption. Redemption. And then I love the I love the we await your owl. And of course, in my mind, I don't. I mean. I didn't know that Harry was going to get an owl. And I was like, oh my God, Harry better fucking get an owl. Yeah. Were you like, what were you thinking? Were you like, do you have to f- snatch an owl out of the wilderness? Yeah, I, or, like... I didn't even, I had no, well, I, I remembered seeing the drawing of Hagrid with an owl on his shoulder. And mm. I was like, wait, does everybody in the wizard world just get an owl? Because like, when I read that, I was like, oh, like, so I guess at Harry at some point, like, he'll get an owl. That's what happens in that world. Yeah, I sort of, until we got to chapter five, I had kind of forgotten how that worked. I was like, yeah. thinking, I was thinking that was the case. That it was yeah. like, yeah, you just get an owl somehow. I mean, yeah. like, didn't have an owl, and then he does have an owl. Well, do you remember and- in Game of Thrones how all of the birds, like, just, you just, anytime you wanted to send a message anywhere, you just, you just, you send you a, a raven or whatever? Yeah. yeah, or whatever. Like, you always just had a bird just take it. And it's just like, did all the birds just know what they needed to do? It's like, is it that, is it, are owls that to their universe? That's so funny, because I, I feel like it was, was it always ravens, or was it just birds? Only because it's funny I mean, to it imagine. Been ravens. It's funny to imagine someone being like, well, I couldn't find a raven, so I'll just hope this pigeon gets it there. And then they, like, reveal, the pigeon flies to, like, the enemy camp and reveals all their information. <laughs> just a pigeon covered in tar, and, like, it looks like a raven. Do you think pigeons, do you think the birds of, of uh, that kingdom are like, oh, we're discriminated against? <laughs> Probably pigeons marching, like, but also because they got, like... And then doves are marching with pigeons, just wing and wing. And they're like, why just owls? I mean, it, I am a big fan of owls. You know this. That's like my spirit animal. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Wait a minute. Was I forgot owls are your spirit animal. Were you into owls before Harry Potter or was it because of Harry Potter? I wouldn't say it was because of Harry Potter, but I liked owls. But I don't think I was like crazy about them. And then I loved Harry Potter. And then when I went to college, I... Um, surprised a lot of people by joining a sorority and that was our mascot and I was like from then on it was just sealed it was like a thing where it was like a low-key thing I really was into but then Uh having the like excuse of being like I'm just like so proud of my sorority uh owls and it's like also me and all my sorority sisters went and saw Harry Potter as it came out in theaters what I don't even remember which one it was but yeah I just just a bunch of sorority girls. Just a bunch of Greek girls bonding over Harry Potter. Amen. Well, and it's also, like, interesting. Him, he finds out, to jump back in, sorry. Like, it's like, not only is he a wizard, he's finding out, like, all this stuff was kept from him. His parents' death. And then, like, that he's the most famous wizard. Yeah. The more, the more that is revealed of, like, how special he is, it makes my heart sore. Yeah, what do you mean? Like, it just, it makes me fall in love with him so much when I find out how special he is and how everybody, like, I don't want to get ahead, but I'm going to have to get ahead. Like, in chapter five, when he's walking around in that underground world thing, I don't even know. I'm butchering everything. Oh, when he goes to the leaky cauldron in the first place? Yeah, and then the person remembers him. He and remembers, he the, remembers person. the person. And that person is so excited. Like, that is just... I, yeah. I'm just like, why... I, it makes me mad that nobody came for him before this. Yeah, that makes sense. But it's also like... 
what I've learned is, or like what we know by the time we get deep into chapter five, which I guess we're sort of transitioning into, is that no young wizard is really doing any type of, like, they know their family, obviously, if they're, like, in a yeah. wizarding family, but no one's doing magic, no one's, so it's, like, yeah, maybe they were, like, well, what's the point of bringing him here so he can be overwhelmed, and he, he isn't even part of it, and, you uh-huh. know, because it's, like, I get it a little, because there's going to be so many people coming up to him in that world, as we see right away in Diagon uh-huh. Alley, and it's, like, for a little kid who, like, barely remembers their parents dying and people coming mm-hmm. up. And, and also people probably wanting to talk about it nonstop, I feel like, mm-hmm. could be very traumatic. That it's, like, yeah. you never get to escape that. So I think they probably didn't realize... Well, they... Not probably. But you can tell by Hagrid's anger in Chapter 4 that they had no idea how much would be kept from him at the Dursleys or how bad he'd uh-huh. be treated. So they thought, let, maybe, like, let's let him have a bit of a normal life. Uh-huh before he gets into this because it's gonna be weird you know i mean when when aunt petunia went off when harry was like you knew i was a wizard and she was like yes of course i knew and then she like goes off about everything like about her sister and you kind of get the backstory about the sister yes and like just you see all those feelings like unravel so so not everybody, like, in the wizard world, like, if two wizards have a baby, that baby's going to be a wizard. Or is that not a guarantee? Ah, you yeah. can't tell me. You will learn that soon enough. Okay, cool. But we do learn in Chapter 5 that there are people who are completely normal. And like she says about uh, her sister Lily, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, from non-magic families every once in a while, which in a wizard just appears in the timeline. So I I, guess it kind of makes sense. I don't think, because they're, like, because of the the Dursleys, I feel like I've had this idea that everybody, like, looks down at wizard people and magic people, but when the mom started going off, I was like, oh, maybe everybody doesn't have a bad feeling toward wizard people. Her, her hatred towards them seems deeply personal. Like, yeah. That like she, her sister like, was considered special. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I think it probably goes both ways that, like, probably not everyone would hate them. And obviously that has to be the case if there are people from muggle families going toward, um, going to Hogwarts, which you hear from um, the yet-to-be-named character in the robe uh uh, store where Harry remember that character he's chatting with in chapter uh-huh. five the kid who, the kid who's getting fitted to yeah and you hear him sort of I mean he says the question I don't think that people from non-magic families should come so it's sort of this feeling of I mean it's unfortunately a bit like I say unfortunate because I'm going to compare it to regular society and I think it's unfortunate that our society is like that where yeah not every like you i mean to to make it very basic not every white person is racist yeah but like there are racist people and it's Uh just like sort of just that idea that within any group there can be people who are for whatever reason you know hateful toward another group yeah yeah good and bad people in every group loving and hating people in every group and i think it's outsiders yeah and i think maybe part of the reason they stay hidden is because it's not worth the risk of it's like who knows really how many people would be you know no son of daughter son or daughter of mine is gonna Uh fraternize with wizards and vice versa Uh so it's like it's just easier to keep it separate Uh we'll do our own thing they'll do their thing their thing i said their thing um and it will just be better that way um which is now, interesting, circling back, having spoken about that in regular society, because that'd be crazy. But, yeah, it's just this sort of, it's not worth dealing with the people like that. Um, okay, so... They, chapter five, yeah, let's just dive in. Chapter, well, I'm, hold on, I'm, I'm looking at chapter four, I was wondering if there was anything else I wanted to talk about. Um, the umbrella, uh, is that in here? 
um, I don't know if he used the umbrella. Yes, I think he did use the yeah. He, he did, and he talks about being flashing expelled. through the air, pointed at Dudley, and there was a flash of violent light, a sound like a firecracker, a sharp squeal, and a second Dudley was dancing on the spot with his hands clasped over his fat bottom, howling in pain. He turned his back on them, barely saw a curly pig's tail poking through a hole in his trousers. <laughs> So I loved um, this. That was fucking great when he tried turning him into a pig and all he got was a pig's tail. And he's like, um, oh, I guess he was close enough. Yeah. Um, and then that kind of like gives you the whole like painted the picture of like he wasn't when he was at Hogwarts. Um, when Hagrid was at Hogwarts, he wasn't the best wizard. But like we didn't. Uh, we, I or didn't maybe learn. because he didn't get it far enough through Hogwarts. Yeah. Or maybe he didn't get it far enough through Hogwarts, but he still like has a love for the game, you know? Yeah, and they bring that up pretty shortly after. Um, oh, because he immediately is like, oh, I shouldn't have lost my temper. Please don't, you know, don't mention that I did magic. And he explains, you know, yeah, I was expelled in my third year, which uh, there's seven years. So that's, I could not say that, but like you could uh, easily figure that out from yeah. knowing how many books there are. So like that's fairly early into witchcraft and wizardry yeah. to like... So basically, you know, it's the equivalent of like reading at a, you know, a third grade level. Yeah. It's like, that's all he knows and all he's practiced in. And, and yeah. that's on top of that, doing it very infrequently because he's technically not supposed to do it. Um, I love, I love him so much. Um, I love him so much. And then he takes them um, and then they, they go to. Um, yeah, they sleep and they wake up and they head out, which they didn't address this, but, and, and maybe it comes up later and I am forgetting, but I did have the thought of, how are the Dursleys getting off that island? Oh, I thought about that the whole time as he was going away. I was like, well, that's fucking crazy. How's that going to work out? Um, but at the same time, I was like, eh, fuck them. I know. Let, I was that, like a... let, that, let that fucking butterball Dudley swim. Um, yeah. Well, and this was written, this came out when I was in like fifth or sixth grade. So this is like pre-cell phones yeah. being like a thing. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So they head out to. Do you know how to say this? Gring- Gringotts. The alley. Di- Diagon. Diagon. Diagon alley. Yeah. Diagon alley. It's it's pretty much it. Okay. Um, so they're the heading out to like figure out how to get Harry's stuff and. To the like, bank, to the bank that's run by goblins. Now, as a Jew, um, yes, whatever you think, by one hundred percent right. Um, the Jews run the banks. The the goblins at Gringotts. Um, by the way, Gringotts sounds like an old casino in in Las Vegas, Atlantic City. Oh, Las Vegas or Atlantic City. Um, it just it just sounds like there's like it's money adjacent. Uh-huh, yeah, absolutely. And you do um, sort of picture this like old establishment. And so when they, when you, when we figure out that Harry has money, I was like, all I was picturing in my head was like some DuckTales level fucking money. Like Harry's going to be swimming in motherfucking coins. Like that yes. is what I pictured for Harry. And I was like, that is a major come up. Like a boy lives in a cupboard and now he's going to be swimming in money like DuckTales. Well, it's also, like, thank goodness for having, I don't know, like, an adult with him to get that money to go, like, this is enough for a few semesters. This is all you're getting. You know what I mean? Because, like, he could have gone, you know, like, blank check. I mean, granted, he could not have gotten there without the assistance of an adult. But, like, blank check level. Money, 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 money. Money, money. And and they show moments of, like, that are very, you know, 11-year-old with money, him being, like, wanting to get uh, a gold cauldron instead of yeah. pewter and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I thought was so funny. Little, okay, wait, yeah, let's go to that, because I love this. Okay, so, Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Liberty, uniform. Uh, First-year students will need three sets of plain work robes, black. One plain pointed hat, black for day wear. One pair of productive of protective gloves, dragon hide or similar. Amazing. One winter cloak, black with silver fast fastings. Fastenings, Jesus. Um, please note that the pupils, all pupils' clothes, 
uh, should carry name tags. When I was reading that, I was like, again, like the come up of like what his old uniform was going to be for that public school. That was gross, smelly, gray thing. To and now, now like... not only does he not have, he has a uniform like like Dudley did, but it's even more dope. Yeah, like dragon hide gloves also. Uh-huh. Um, and then all of the books... Standard Book of Spells, A History of Magic, Magical Theory, Beginner's Guides, Guides to Transfiguration, 1,000 Magical Herbs and Fungi, Magical Draughts. What is that, by the way? Draughts and Potions? Oh, it's Drafts. That's so drafts. funny in the book oh I God, have. I it's actually... It. No, in the book, that's so funny because that's probably how I pronounce it when I read it. The book I have has it written as Drafts, like D-R-A-F-T-S, and you have like the D-R-A-U-G-H-T. I the British spelling. I think I probably read it as drops too. Yeah. Um, I was like, I don't know what the hell that is. Um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, The Dark Forces, A Guide to Self-Protection. By the way, uh, did the Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them like even raise a hair on you? Yes, completely. I was because- I got I got so all of the book names, I was like, ooh, this is the, I mean it just tells you all the fun shit he's gonna get into. Well, this this isn't a spoiler for the story, but the main reason I asked is that, like, that is an actual movie that has come out. And oh, I forgot really? that it was listed as a book. And it's, like, um, a movie that takes place, like, Wizarding World, but, like, not in the Harry Potter books. But it's, like, adjacent to that same world in the past. Uh-huh. And there's a character in it named Newt Scamander. So it's, like, I didn't realize they took that straight out of her book. Oh, I thought they came up with a name. But, um, which is also an interesting, um, movie. We'll have to, like, incorporate that at the end of this or something. Of Um, the full series. But then it's, like, yeah, one wand, one cauldron, and the pewter, standard size, too. uh I'm already painting this picture that there's so many available Uh cauldrons. One set glass or crystal phallus. Phyllis? I said it's Phyllis? files. Files, files. Cool. I mean. We know where your brain is. Yeah, it's in the fucking gutter. One telescope. By the way, I don't know how to read. Uh, one telescope, one set, brass scales. Students may only bring an owl or a cat or a toad. May also and then bring. I was just like, uh, may also bring. Um, parents are reminded that first years are not allowed their own broomsticks. Yeah, did um, you go like just like with the cat or the toad? Are you like, are you kidding me with a toad? Is that like I was, I was like, just like I was like, oh, if he doesn't bring an owl, I'm gonna get pissed. Like, what a bummer to have to I don't know. And then Hagrid goes like, oh, Toad's been a, a style a few years ago. But it's like, yeah, what a difference if everyone has an owl and you have a Toad. Um, uh, I love when he's like, I don't know how the muggles manage without magic. Um, yeah. He's just like so big and out of place. And yeah. he's like not fitting in places or being so awkward. By the way, I was also very, very, very bummed when he decided he was going to leave um he was gonna get harry out of out of that island and then he took a fucking rowboat i was like why can't he fly right but then when he does the little speed up when he's like just don't tell anyone yeah just yeah Uh, that was great um okay so then he goes he gets he goes into the leaky cauldron and he just is you know it's like he's the homecoming king it was fucking epic yeah, and it's like Hagrid's been here a lot. I like that that you kind of get this picture of like Hagrid hangs out at CD bars. Yeah, I love by the way all of the names. Like I don't know how high she was when she sat and thought about all of these names. Didalius Diggle. Um, oh, Doris, I called it Daedalus. That's so funny. I love comparing because who knows? Daedalus. I don't know why. Doris Crockford. <laughs> Doris Crockford. I, I don't know how to how to read, so I'm, pro- I'm probably pronouncing these all wrong. Oh my god, um, no. It's professor, crazy names. Uh, professor Quirrell. Oh, I mean, it was just so many good things. Quirrell. I love that. I go Quirrell. Quirrell. Like squirrel without an S. Yeah. But that's... Um, oh, yeah, I, love just guy, I love the guy who was like, defense against the arts. That's Professor Quirrell, yeah. So he's, like, introducing himself. Also, like, the fact that he's supposed to be their teacher for defense against the dark arts, which immediately sounds like pretty scary stuff. And he's, like, the most scared-looking just human in existence, or wizard, I guess. That he's, like, shivering just at being alive. And it's like, oh, that's who's gonna teach... Defense yeah. against the dark arts. 
Um, wait, uh, he, I, I love when he goes, he goes, defense against dark arts, and then not that you need it, eh, Potter? Right? Well, and then just, like, that's so funny. And then Hagrid just, having like, to kind of... There's this part of me that's, like, ugh, it's this, I... I just don't want to be built up and then disappointed if Harry gets there and sucks at fucking wizarding. And he's probably gonna, and I'm not happy about it, but fuck. Um, (laughs) I just, I know there's so much you can't tell me, but if Harry sucks when he gets there, I'm going to be goddamn fucking furious. Well, Um, I think he's probably going to be close to the same luck. Because like I said, even the people who know about the wizarding community... No one before they get to Hogwarts, like it's forbidden for anyone before that to do magic. So he's on yeah. a level playing field. Um. Okay, so then they get to Gringotts to get the money, which is no, so funny. Oh no, uh, this was after. Uh, right? Is it yeah. before or after? It was after he got the money. Um. Um. Yeah. Okay. I sure. think. Wait. No. You guys, we're really good at this. No, Sorry, they guys. talked about Gringotts. Sorry. They had to go through the courtyard to get Oh, yeah, to, yeah, to get there. Which was, it's so funny that Hagrid had to, like, you know, yell over everyone and kind of, like, usher him out is how yeah. big of a deal people yeah. were making about him. He was like, all right, enough. He's like, he's like a Rolling Stone or a Beatle. Yeah. Oh, and they, okay, so I was, this, then they get to Gringotts and they go in the, the, the thing, like, deep into the pits of this bank. I am so fucking jazzed to see what this is going to look like in a movie. Because I'm picturing just a, a cart, like, whipping around everywhere. And I love how uh, Hagrid's getting nauseous the whole way. Right? I was picturing, um, did you ever play Donkey Kong on Nintendo? Uh-huh. To yeah, that totally. level where they're, like, yep. barreling through the mines? Yep. yep, totally. A thousand percent. Yes. Uh, uh Anywho, um, I love, by the way, I love when they say stalactites and stalagmites. And then... Um, and Hagrid's like, what's, what's the difference? What's the and difference? he's like, it's got an M in it. Um, I don't ask questions. I think I'm going to be sick. I love that part. Uh, it's just like, Hagrid's so lovable. Harry and Hagrid together. I mean, can we be Harry and Hagrid for Halloween? I mean, I'm going to do this the whole book. Oh my God. You're going to be like, can I be, can we be these two for Halloween? You can have be to be Harry. Two? You have to be Harry and I have to be Hagrid. Um, I would be fine with that. I feel like it'd but be a fun group costume. I have a lot it's gonna of plans. Be, this is going to be changing, right? I mean, we've talked about like doing, yeah. trying to do a group costume, and yeah. I have. When we get to the character, I'm like, this is who I would play. I'll let you know. Okay, perfect. But I'm down for this. Um, I love this so much. When um, I love that they go to Harry's vault, and it is. It's like you said, like. Uh, yeah, There's Scrooge McDuck, so like money. yeah piles of money and it's just yeah. this relief of because you had seen that moment earlier where he's like um uncle vernon said he's not gonna pay for this yeah so and just that complete switch of like oh haggard was not exaggerating by being like don't worry your parents made sure you're taken care of oh god it makes me so happy and then they had to do a stop off after harry's harry's thing for dumbledore for dumbledore that was um, weird right yeah like just the I, door evaporates with like the the um goblins. And then if like, you don't you get stuck in there. If you don't if you don't belong in there, you get stuck in there or something. Yeah, and he's like, How often do you check it? And he's like, about once every ten years. Oh, I love that. And then um, it's just a small paper bag. Yeah, that's it. Or I mean it's just it's like a brown paper package, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. After all that build up, that's uh-huh. all that's in there, yeah, which is really all. interesting. Um Okay, so then he goes and gets fitted. Um, and that's when he talks to that guy. That's when you hear... It's so funny because, like, I had forgotten. I'm not the first person to, like, joke about, like, oh, awful puffs. And I never knew where that came from. And then rereading this chapter, I was like, oh. That came from this chapter of this kid who is certain he's going to be a Slytherin being like, imagine being a Hufflepuff. Yeah. And that for me, that for me, because you know that there have been people in my life who tried to tell me what house I was going to be in. And I've been told I would be a Hufflepuff by someone. And you're like, you would not be a Hufflepuff. And then when I was reading this, I was like, oh, my God, Hufflepuff is an insult. So now I feel insulted. Yeah, I think it's I mean, I'm sure there are like blogs about this. 
but it's like not a bad thing and shouldn't be an insult. But I remember my good friend Brittany asking me if I had taken the Pottermore quiz to find out what house you're in. Uh-huh. And I said to her, I was like, well, no, what if I find out I'm something lame, like a Hufflepuff? And she was like, I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Now I want to take a fucking, when can I take the Pottermore quiz? Um, you cannot take the Pottermore quiz until we have a Patreon. Cause we're going to make it an episode. Okay. Patreon will be up to be, Patreon will be up tomorrow. All right, I'm holding you to that. So are the, the listeners. The, this, this is the this is the podcast. This podcast is coming out Sunday. Yes, well, I was gonna put it out right when we finished. So Saturday okay, night. Then, but... So then, so then Sunday. Sunday is when the, Sunday the nineteenth. The the Patreon will be up. Yeah. Yay! Because I so think we when do can we do the Pottermore quiz? I'm like great. Now that that's done, when, when we... we get to them getting in their houses because i think okay before you take the quiz you need to see that whole there's a whole process okay 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 okay. i'm so excited i'm so excited um oh my gosh okay so then he talks to that shitty kid who i like can't wait until harry drops a dick on him once they get to school that's gonna be fun yeah Um, because that kid's clearly like first of all a dud and also just elitist and you can tell he has a thing about like muggles he's like i think only wizarding families and then goes so far as to like this is like wizarding supremacy that he's like what's your surname anyway that he's like trying to like double check that it's like are you even like you know a full bread yeah 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 and then oh i can't wait for harry him to find out who harry is but then there's this part of me that's like that kid's gonna be a shithead in school um and then uh and then when he talks to hagrid and Hagrid tells him he, that he who shall not be named um, was Slytherin, and Slytherins aren't great. That yeah, um, every bad person every bad person came out, came of, Slytherin. out of the Slytherins, and Hufflepuffs were always good people. Um, and don't feel bad that was about like being Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff, which makes me wonder what house Hagrid was in, because yeah. I just realized I'm not sure if that ever gets said. It must get said, sure. Um, but truly the best part of this whole chapter, without question for me, is um, the wand. The wand. And that's where they go next. That's the last thing left on their list. Yeah. They go into Ollivander's, which is the main, it's the only place. It's the place to get a wand. The place it is wands. the place. And no wands, no two wands are the same. Um, and I just love you know, when Harry does the thing where he just, where he uses the wand and nothing happens and they're like, next, next, next. And I'm like, and he doesn't what? know what they're looking for. And, and I don't know what he's looking for. So I'm like, wait, what's going to happen? Right. Well, also just with this, like that Ollivander, first uh-huh. of all, like that's who greets them, by the way. And yeah. the outside of the shop says Ollivander's makers of fine wands since 382 BC, which uh-huh. is like, wait. Is there another? Is there like an Ollivander senior? Like, has this guy just been uh-huh. around? Uh-huh. And he remembers everyone's wand. Like, he remembered Hagrid's wand. Yeah. And then questions him about it. But he's like, "You're not supposed oh, to yeah, see yeah. it, are you?" So, and then Hagrid's wand. So when you get when you get kicked out of school, your wand gets broken. But then Hagrid was using his umbrella as a kind of like a makeshift wand. So I'm wondering if Hagrid ever like pieced together his wand. And like, or put it inside of the umbrella, and that's why the umbrella can have magical powers. Like, if anything can have um, the magical powers of a wand, anyways. Well, yeah. Well, and it's interesting because he, when he describes his, he was like sixteen inches, rather bendy, wasn't it? And then when Hagrid's like, "Yeah, no, I kept the pieces. Oh no, I'm not using it. I would." But then he clutches the umbrella, the umbrella, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. So I think there's something going. I think he pieced together the wand in the umbrella or something. Um, That's what I'm thinking too. And also just like him explaining, him talking about Harry's parents' wands was, ah, my heart. Yeah, my heart. Uh, But then the big fucking turn happens. Well, so that's when, yeah, and that's when they're doing that. He's doing a wand. He feels nothing. And you're sitting there going like, well, how do you know... What wand is his? Like, what are they looking for to yeah. do? And so, and then there's the part. Harry took the wand. He felt a sudden warmth in his fingers. He raised the wand above his head, brought it swishing down through the dusty air, and a stream of red and gold sparks shot from the end like a firework, throwing dancing spots of light onto the walls. Oh, my God. I want, I have chills when that happened. I mean, yeah. No, because, like, you're like, oh. 
you're the one really does pick you like it's like yeah. this is your one which i just realized that's going to be the first quiz we do on that as a an episode is we're going to find your yeah. wand um and then he, and then um uh Mr. Ollivander is like, oh, curious, curious. And then yeah, also the, just that, like, a few fucking old man who, like, wants to have a conversation, but will bring it up, like, hmm, oh, that's, like, oh, that's so bizarre. Or, like, curious, yeah. curious. And um, he just keeps repeating it, like, begging the question. And then it's the, we find out it's the brother wand that gave him the scar. So this is, got, so his wand is Holly with Phoenix Feather. And the Phoenix it's from produced two feathers that went into wands. And yeah. the other feather was in... He who shall not be named. Yeah, you know who's wand. So mm-hmm. it's this crazy, like, what a weird coincidence. But then Ollivander also remarks, you know, I guess that probably means we can expect great things from you. This was shady to me. And he goes, after all, he who must not be named did great things. Terrible, yes, but great. And that it's probably nothing, but there's a part of me that is like, little shady that you called it great like i don't know but i mean i guess he has a point that he was like he you know at some point had like taken over the wizard wizarding world yeah i'm so i'm so excited to see where that goes and then uh yeah i mean this everything was just so goddamn exciting and then it ended on a very heartbreaking note that i'm happy to go back to the dursleys yeah back to the fucking dursleys yeah because you go like oh no like are they like, somehow in, going to get in the middle of this? Or yeah, you and go back like, are they going to ruin this? Are they going to, how are they going to treat him? I'm just like so scared for Harry and like what he might experience. Ugh. I'm I also so like, in love with him. It's, I mean, how can you not be? There's the part of it, it's like, are they even going to get off that rock? And it's just like, even though they now, he probably has a slight, upper hand from where he was in that he's aware he's a wizard um, and he can kind of potentially use that as like a defense against him just to like you know don't make me get angry like the Hulk or something uh-huh, uh-huh. having That's, to think about yeah. how they're going to treat him even worse as he returns I mean I'm just hoping he doesn't have to stay there for very long and the turnaround because I don't know what the time frame is on this it says he's trying to think First of September. So I feel like it's probably just like a month, you know? Yeah. It's, um, let me see. Did they say what the date was? Let me, I'm looking it up. When is Harry Potter's birthday? Okay. So Harry Potter's birthday in the book, which it may not have said to me, but I don't think I'm spoiling anything. Um, July 31st, 1980. So at this point, so just he's a got month. a month. He's got to make it okay. through August. A month, okay. All right, I'm, I'm super fucking excited. Okay. Um, all right, and I that's think where it, we I'm end. Three more chapters, six, seven, Absolutely. and eight. Um, I can't wait. I've never been so excited about a book in my life. I'm having so much fun. We're going to get the Patreon up by Sunday. Um, I'm going to finish it up today and tomorrow, and it'll be up. I'm and the first thing we're putting some fancy artwork from a from a fan, but that fan uh, is going through some stuff right now. As we all he's are going a real Dursley, a Vernon Dursley. He, he on is. A rock. He's he's having a, he's having a, little, a little bit of a meltdown right now. Great guy. Um, hopefully, he'll be able to make some really cool artwork for us at some point. If there are any fans out there who are good with Photoshop and can do some um, Harry Potter artwork for us, hit us up. Yeah, um, putting our faces on some characters or whatever. Yeah. Um, we would love that. That'd and be I think the first bonus thing we're going to put on there is I'm going to quiz Nicole. Uh, we're going to find out what her wand is. Ah! So you're going to have to subscribe to Patreon to find out what wand I am. Yay! And oh, um, I, I think I have a wand on Pottermore, but maybe I'll just retake the quiz. Just for the Patreon. Um, um, or, or I'll just all right. Well, um, I'm... Uh, yeah, I'm fucking amped about this. I can't wait to read more. Well, this is great. We hope you guys are loving it. Jump in the Facebook group if you want to chat about where we are so far. If there's anything um, you want us to do more of, less of, like, if you like the way we're doing this, we've never done a book review for anything no. at all. So this is just kind of, I don't know, I feel like there's, it's just me revealing the things that I really liked and then Jessica Michelle telling me I can't know more. Yeah, but I like asking you, like, I like your questions and how you bring yeah. up things that, like, yeah. 
because it's taking me back to like when I first read it, you know, yeah. where it's like, there's so many things I already know the answer to, but getting to hear that magic of someone going like, oh, what does this mean? Like, the, uh, and from like, just from someone who's like a full grown adult, it just really shows like, cause I read this when I was, you know, Harry Potter's age. Yeah. And it's like, how I can't well imagine this book being a little kid. I can't imagine being a little ki- kid reading this. Like, mind-blowing. Like, I'm getting excited as a full-grown woman. Uh, I love it. We love you guys. We love you guys. We will um, see, you, see you in a few days. Hear you absolutely. in a few days. Talk to you in a few days. You know what we mean. We'll be there. We're All right. All right. Bye, here. Potter Pods. Potter, Goodbye. Potters? Perry? Okay. I'm going to go. We're leaving Diagon Alley now. <laughs>